Victoria's Racing Heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Great to have this opener back on RSN Central, the Country Racing Show, and Maggie Payne joins us. Good morning to you, Maggie. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, great to be back. It's a little hiatus, a little freshen up, as they say, and it's looking very spring outside my window today. So, um, yeah, I've got that little change in the air, a spring on my step, but, yeah, going good. How are you? I am very well, and I've been thinking about our country clubs. We had the news come through from Premier Dan Andrews this morning. There's another 100 cases, positive COVID cases, but... Hopefully we're winning the battle and some of the, the big spring races aren't far away. How are the country clubs travelling at the moment and, and heading towards the spring? Have they been resigned to the, resigned to the, to the fact that they might not have crowds at, at their cup meetings? Well, I think that's, that's definitely a possibility. But I think our clubs are very resilient, as we've seen over the last few months, and happy to be continuing to race. But um, I guess the little hope that we do hold in terms of crowds or any on-course attendance is that regional Victoria is going so well. Um, and they are, you know, the case numbers out in regional Vic are low. But, and um, I guess a lot of water to go under the bridge, but there is that tiny little bit of hope that uh, a few people might be able to get trackside uh, in the next few months. How are they holding up? Because it's a difficult time for the clubs with no income coming in and, and they're still delivering for the, to the racing fans out there by making sure that their volunteers turn up and they have their club ready to, to host meetings. Yeah, well, it, it is tough. Um, but I mentioned the resilience. I think even local sponsors that are sticking by the clubs and, um, you know, the community are just so strong and everyone just keeps saying bigger and better next year. So I'm really yeah. scared for how big these events are going to be next year. But, um, no, definitely, I think, you know, people in the country are tough and they're going to bounce back. No worries. I love the attitude. They do inspire you, don't they, the country people? I'm probably a little bit biased because I'm a country boy, but, like, even at the start of the year, and you, you meet the people of Bucken and everything that they went through at the start of the year and how a race meeting inspired them to get back onto their feet and give them a goal and something to something to really um, um, aim up at after uh, you can't fathom what they went through at the start of the year. But I, I agree with those country people. They will make their, their next cup meetings the best ever because they will be ready to have a drink, first of all, back a few winners <laughs> and have some fun. Um, talking about big country meetings, Manangatang and Gunpower, both those meetings are... Um, events that are held once a year and and they probably rely on the crowds turning up so they've been cancelled is that right yeah that's right they made the call on those a few weeks ago um obviously they're the once a year clubs and um there's no real point running there without crowds and i think we will see a few more changes announced in the next week in terms of um the fixture race dates for a few of those once a year meetings that fall within spring um so yeah there'll definitely be a few more changes to come all right, then. And you can't let us in on any of those announcements, Maggie, or or will we see, um, obviously, less meetings, but I would imagine they would have to, to change their calendar regarding these jockeys, etc. because 
I was thinking about it the other day, Melbourne Cup Day, Derby Day, there's so many race meetings, but it relied on jockeys being available to, to jump from different zones and to different areas. Will that will that force Country Victoria to change their schedule? Yeah, that's right. And you mentioned about the participants. And it's obviously, yeah. you know, trying not to spread them too thin. I think um, in terms of spreading the race meetings, that's definitely something Racing Victoria are looking at, changing dates. And there will be a few that will fall, which if Bruce Cup might is an example of a, a club that won't race. Um, but the other clubs that race on Derby Day, Melbourne Cup Day, I think, the plan is to keep as many as they can racing. Um, and that, that's great for those communities to continue to race as well. It gives them something to cheer for. But the clubs that won't race in the Nangatang and Gunbower, I'm sure that they'll be um, happily cheering on from home are the other cups yeah. and um, clubs that they support as well. But um, whatever will be, will be. But, uh, yeah, expect those decisions to be made in the next week. The positive side, if they're you need to take positives out of a situation like this is that there might not be as many international raiders for the great race, the Melbourne Cup. And I, I remember when I worked at Win TV in Ballarat and, and read the sport news um, for a period of time there, and everybody used to get excited if they had a Melbourne Cup runner in country Victoria, the build-up trying to get into the race. Um, I remember when Dolphin Joe was representing the O'Sullivan's um, and and Stahl was right behind that galloper. Even she's Archie back in the day for Ballarat, and also um, owned it owned there in the Wimmer as well. And Surprise Baby will be our big representative for Country Victoria in this year's Melbourne Cup. And geez, it was some great vision there from Craig Williams riding him in track work at Horsham. A serious workout before Saturday's uh, fee and stakes. Wasn't it amazing footage? And thanks to Craig Williams for sharing that. But you know, just as he approached the hometown, you felt like you were on his back as well, and he looks to come back, you know, yeah. bigger and better. And Paul Cruz out of Horsham does a phenomenal job, and he looks to fire this weekend, you know, at Mooney Valley first up. So for not having a prep, his last race start being the Melbourne Cup last year, it's very exciting, and everyone country Victoria, racing Victoria, is on the baby's back, as they say, but also, you know, we might have a few other country-trained horses in the contention. We've got Josh Julius at Bendigo, hoping to get a start with Supergirl. So um, it is, as you said, it's exciting to cheer on your local horse and one for the battlers, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. No, Surprise Baby's very in contention and excited to see him on Saturday. I love the, the Julia story with Supergirl as well. And so she won nicely first up at Sandown last Wednesday. What about these Country Racing Victoria Awards? And um, I thought it was a terrific coverage there last Sunday or Saturday night. We... we got to see the award winners and um, that's what we have to do in these times. Yeah, it was. It was a bit of a shame we couldn't pack out uh, the exhibition centre with 700 plus people, but as I said, that might be bigger and better next year as well. But yeah, that was great to recognise the award winners and we've, um, you know, they've had a terrific season. Apprentice of the Year went going to Will Price, who also took out the Victorian apprentice, apprentice uh, Premiership. Dan Stackhouse won his first Jockey of the Year uh, title and that's just goes to show how consistent of a jockey he is. He's, you know, just doing the little things right and getting reaping the rewards. Uh, Kiramar and Dave Hughes just took out the trainer premiership, and that's their first trainer premiership, country premiership. So I'm tipping it might not be their last. And no. uh, we mentioned Paul Pruska. He also took out the horse of the year by public vote. Rupture with his three country cups was um, a public favourite and too hard to beat in the in the vote count.
Now, since you've been away, flying the flag for Country Victorians has been a horse from Kerrang. He's been low-flying. He's won a couple in town, including this effort, a couple of weeks ago at Mooney Valley. Jittery Jack, five lengths, no change, who's trying to find reserves, and then Irish Flame, but it's Jittery Jack, 150 out, still six, seven lengths in front of no change and Irish Flame, and Jittery Jack for John Matheson, another city winner. Jittery Jack in extraordinary conditions, one at six lengths, no change. The people at the grassroots of racing. We're spinning a yarn on the Country Racing Show. So we heard the performance of Jittery Jack there at Mooney Valley a couple of weeks ago. He's trained by John Matheson of Kerrang! And boy, hasn't John done a wonderful job with this, this galloper. And John joins us now on the Country Racing Show as we spin a yarn with John Matheson. Good morning to you or afternoon to you, John. Hey, well done with Jittering Jack. Uh, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, John, they're calling him the King of Kerrang! Or the last King of Kerrang! I understand he's only horse being trained at the track and your only horse in work um give us a bit of a background on uh jack and i guess how he's the only horse being trained at kerrang yeah he's the only one here and uh probably i'm the only one stable at kerrang now there's a few other um trainers out of their own properties but uh yeah he's the only horse here and probably the, my last horse because we can't get track work riders and uh probably the last horse that actually stable unless another trainer shifts to kerrang and that is, that is sad, isn't it, John? Especially when you get a horse like Jittery Jack. But I guess he's got the town buzzing at the moment. Yeah, he's probably, uh, especially the, the ones that like to have their Saturday bets at the Tote have been uh, very happy with him. I know you some see you, they say uh, we're, having, uh, we're, we're playing with uh, Jittery Jack's money today. <laughs> Well, there'll be a few punches playing with his money on Saturday, John, as he heads back to the Valley, how he won so impressively on that wet day. He probably would be hoping for a bit wetter ground, but how do you think he's going to fare? Yeah, I was, I was hoping we'd get some one, but I don't think they're going to get any down there. But, uh, yeah, well, our bubble's got a bust to win two on end down in, in anywhere, let alone in town. It's, um, yeah, not doesn't doesn't happen very often to a trainer with one horse in work, that's for sure. Have you enjoyed this ride? John, yeah. <laughs> yes. What's been what's been the best part about it? Oh, winning at Flemington, I think, was probably um, oh, winning both races. But winning at Flemington was really, really good. Yeah, only winner I've ever had at yeah. Flemington. Yeah. The float trip back to Kerrang, very exciting and not as long. But um, you mentioned, you know, there's, the horse population's gone from Kerrang, and you've got. You know, no one to ride your work. You, you've mentioned that you have um, a mate that rides your work on Jack. And I guess, how's he reported going into the weekend? How's he going to go? <laughs> oh, yeah, look, he's um, I'm happy with him. And uh, we're both happy with him. And, um, look, he's looking forward. He gets very excited. He, he, when he's winning too, he, he meets us back at the stable that night. Doesn't matter what time of night he's, he's, he's sitting there waiting for us. Oh, that's uh, terrific. What's his name, John? Uh, Wayne Tyg Neville. Tyg, most go. people know him as Tyg. Tyg. You told me a little, oh, a little birdie, I won't dob you in, John, but you said he's only a young fella and he's, he'll, um, he'll keep riding for you for a few more years yet if you happen to get another horse. Is that right? No, he won't, he won't ride uh, another one for me, but he'll keep this one going as long as it goes. 
Yeah, yeah. he's only young fella, still learning, you know, just just uh, about 68, I think. <laughs> and, and what's Jack like, mate? Would you have a beer with him? Bigger button. Would you have a beer with Jack? Is he that kind of character? Yes, yes, he's got his own character. He's got his own ways, that is for sure with him. Um, he'd make a good watchdog. He doesn't shy at anything close to him, but it's something half a mile away. He never takes his eye off it. Well, we wish you the best of luck on Saturday. It's one of the great stories, mate, that trip down to, to Kerrang. And, um, you've conquered Flemington, and let's hope you can conquer Mooney Valley once again. Well done, and say good on to um, send our congratulations to Tig as well. I will. Thanks very much. Thank there you. we go. John, John Matheson from Kerrang. He's only horse in work. Jittery Jack, he's won his last couple, and that's what country racing is all about there, Maggie. Oh, that is, and a beautiful part of the world there at Kerrang, and I guess it is It is sad to see, you know, if when Jack finishes, that will be the last horse trained at Kerrang. And yeah. um, I think that is something in our industry that, you know, a lack of track riders is a, is a hard thing. So how do we get more younger, you know, younger people involved and get them trained up? And I'm sure we've seen all those success stories of jockeys who hadn't touched a horse until they were 16. So I don't know exactly what the answer is, but um, there's, surely there's something there. Yeah, I think it's something Racing Victoria probably looking at really closely at the moment. Hey, Mayhe, I won't get a tip today, or do you have a quick tip? We've got a, a commitment coming up in, in just a moment. Do you have a winner for us? Uh, I'm The only tip I at value may be race five today at Ballarat, number two, Salon du Chevelle at the Lindsay Smith Yard, hopefully. Okay. And has Scott Whiteman, the boss, said anything about Juna Pell because <laughs> they've backed it off the map? I asked him if he was the one that put the six. Yeah. grand on it, but um, there must be some good mail coming coming from somewhere. He hopes to run well. Good on you, Maggie. Thanks for that. Thanks, Gareth.